0: Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root back podcast to the root. where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought provoking topics. And we
1: stay rooted in truth to, to grow, grow our, our expression. expression. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said you're good to go? We're back. We have Brian G.
0: and Ben Vasquez.
1: You already know. If you don't know, now you know. No, let me stop.
0: So. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Hope everyone is doing well, y'all. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Honestly, you know, it's another day to be thankful. You know, Ben, we, we should be thankful every single day that that we open our eyes. You mm. know, every day's a blessing. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, for sure. So, and guys, we we want to welcome you guys, and we just want to say we pray a tremendous blessing over every single person that is listening to us right now. Because we know that there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. You you look on, you turn on the news and everything that's going on. There's something old crazy always going on outside. But we want, we want you guys to know that honestly, we're praying for each and every single one of you. Yeah. You know, we pray before the podcast. We want we want to let you guys know that this is genuine. You know, that that we want to see nothing but awesome stuff happen for you guys. You know?
0: Yeah, man, for sure.
1: Awesome, awesome. So yeah, guys. So for those of you who don't know, we're back to the roots. Uh, if, this, if this is your first episode with us, welcome, guys. Fantastic having you guys here. If you didn't already know, we do have episodes that are, um, that are on our page. So you can go ahead and just check out some of those ones. But we just want to get right to it. You know, we have, an, we have something really deep that we want to talk with you guys about. But I just want to start with the question. You know, because everyone loves questions. You know, 21 questions, 50 cents. All right, uh, let me stop. All right, so-, so
0: listen to that. I used to jam to that uh, on, the, on my school bus on the way to fifth grade. Every day I had the 50 Cent CD So I had a bootleg CD of it So 50 don't be mad He had enough money He didn't mind I had this bootleg video uh, uh, You know The bootleg CD or whatever And uh, my boy burnt it for me And I I would listen to that Every single day
1: Honestly uh, I don't know if I don't know if you know this Ben But I actually One of the reasons why I got into hip hop Was 50 Cent I listened to a lot of his old stuff And so I thought this dude was crazy Until he got shot And then after he got shot He was still a gangster But I was like it was different. Mm-hmm. It was a different type sure. of thing, but he he was still he was still the OG. He was still one dude yeah. that you couldn't touch and couldn't mess with. So I was a huge 50 fan. Everywhere.
0: Wow, me too, man.
1: So, yeah, no, that's um if you guys ever want to hear us actually talk about hip hop, let us know, you know. We, we got that little plug in sure. for you guys. But <laughs> like I was saying, we really want to start you guys out with the uh, with the question that we hope is going to get you thinking, which is what is desire? What does desire mean to I mean, Ben, honestly, w- w- what, does, what does desire mean to you?
0: Man, it's, uh, it's just, it's deep, man. For me, like, desire means to have dependence with God. Like, in my, my relationship, I desire to serve God. I desire uh, to be with God, to be re- in a relationship with God. And I think ultimately... Yeah, at the source, or like the meaning, obviously means to want, right, or to wish of something. And I think my greatest desire is to want to be with God, you know. And that goes all the way back to Adam and Eve days, right, where they they had desire and it was challenged, right. Like God desired to be with them; He created them, right. Um, and that desire was challenged, and so yeah, for me, desire desire really means that I I have hopes and wishes. But all of those hopes and wishes are encompassed in my dependence to God. And He desires with me, as much as I want to do something, He wants to do it with me.
1: Yeah. That's so good, yeah. man. That's so good. When you think about that, God, can you break down a little bit how really, because it's an interesting concept what you're saying that God desiring to be with you as well. Right. If you think about it, the creator of all the universe desires mm-hmm. to be with us how in, yeah. in, in, in your own way how how do you think that a creator like that could love his creation like i think that's so deep and i don't know like
0: it makes me think like back in genesis when you know it says he created this and he saw that it was good right there's this kind of like pause i think I, if I, when i read stuff like that in scripture I almost imagine this pause of like God took in a deep breath and was like, I like this. You know, I really like this a lot. I like the creation of what I've made. And so I value just seeing like, when you're asking me that about like creator God caring about us or why he desires us to be in commune with him. It's like he created all everything, right? He's the creator of creation. And yet, there's such a focus on the story of man and woman, right? Think about it. If Like the Bible is all about us. It's about Jesus saving us. It's about the cre- our walk with God through our lives, our disobedience with God and our redemption, right? This whole entire Bible and life story is constructed on the desire of God wanting to be with us and, and us to be with him. Because if not, he could have, it could have been about something else, right? Yeah. Like we, he chose to make the creation of man and, and woman and then given us authority and dominion over things. And, you know, even just to, you know, let Adam name the animals, you know, like these are, right. that was a relationship thing. He, God could have named everything by himself, right? Like yeah. he could have, and the fact that he created us just showed that period. Like he want, he, he had desire to have more of his creation, enjoy him.
1: Wow. See, and that's really good. Not a lot of people actually think about it like that. See, see, now you got me thinking now too. Mm. Because now you're right. God could have done all this himself. And he, yeah. he didn't have to give Adam the authority to do anything. And even when he saw Adam was lonely, what he do? He took his rib and created Eve. And so his way of loving us is showing that, hey, listen, I can do all this. I'm the master. But you know what? I want to share this with you. I want yeah. you to have this so that all your desires become... all all in one and so i I think that's really good man i thought what you said awesome dude it's good
0: that's so good dude but there's not just good desire is there
1: Mm, no there's not there is not so with good obviously everyone knows what light and day uh light and dark
0: Mm -hmm. and so what's the the opposite the
1: contrast Mm -hmm. so what what is it it's good and evil yep and so when we think about that, what do we really think about? Now, obviously, taking a step back, let, let's take a step back from the big uh, biblical perspective at one point so we can paint a picture for everybody. Now, what we think of when we think of good desires, obviously, if we think about good desires, we can think about what? Wanting to maybe own a house one day. You have a family. You want a bigger family. Sure. You know, if you want a good job to make a lot of money, you know, that's not a bad thing. You know, in, in our eyes, I want to make more money so I can provide for my family. You know, I want to buy a Lamborghini. I really don't want to buy a Lamborghini, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> i i do but but it's not it's not bad to go after certain goals because you work hard you deserve mm. it you know those are all good things to go for Or i want a puppy you know things like that mm. all, all of our good desires in that sense but at the same time there's also on the other side evil desires now brian uh, people can ask me brian what do you think is an evil desire i mean, yeah, is, there really, that
0: mean? is there really that mean is it really
1: out there for me evil desires would be that i look at something like oh i really want this you know, that I don't have the money for it. I can't, you know what? I'm going to take it. No one's going to ever know. No one's going to really like, I. you know what? I, I really want to have that right now because it's me. I want that. That's selfish, that evil desire. I start to what? I start to become a thief. Or I look at some, or, or or any person at all will look at someone else's spouse and be like, oh, I really want that spouse. They're not mm. mine, but I want that. So I'm going to take it. That's now you're yeah. taking someone else's spouse or- Taking people's
0: spouses. That's it, bad.
1: That's bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or horrible. even looking at someone with so much anger that, oh, I just want to kill someone. Stuff like that. It's just like, you can have anger. There's nothing wrong. You, this emotion that we have. But the moment that you say you want to kill someone, that's an evil desire that now you have in your heart, stirring in your heart. And so that's the biggest, I want you, I want to paint you guys a picture with those two differences to see that now, now that we have what's good and what's evil, now we can bring the biblical perspective into this. Cause obviously you guys know, if you don't know, you guys will find out now that Ben and I are actually believers. We believe in God. We believe that the Lord came and died on the cross for our sins and rose right. again so we can be with him. Now, we don't want you to think of us as generic Christians. We want you to think of us as people who live the walk and talk the talk we've been through a lot, you know, and and to know that no one, and Ben can speak on this too, but no one can ever tell us that God's not real. Just being Mm -hmm. real with you guys, you know, we can see the difference in that from what our life has produced fruit, that God is so real, and how much he loves us so much that he wants us to see his heart. He wants us to see that. He wants us to see that his desires are the right desires. That's why he placed us through the Holy Spirit inside of us. So when it says in Proverbs 24, I'm speaking from the English Standard Version, and it says, what the wicked dreads will come upon him, but the desire of the righteous will be granted. Now, what does it mean to be righteous? What it means to be righteous is to means to have that connection with God, that we accept the Lord into our lives so we're no longer slaves to sin. But Mm. we are free. We are free in Jesus. And so now we become the righteous. Now, what we we can talk about it again, Ben, and we can be like, well, there's sin in this world. You know, we sin every single day. You know what I'm saying? There's always things that are coming up that's just like, we mess up. But guess what? We have been redeemed by the stripes. That is the Mm. biggest difference. We have been redeemed by his stripes. And now we live today as a new creature. We live today new in life. And that's so whether, whatever we struggle with, it doesn't matter that the, as long as we are pursuing God with everything that we can, that's the difference. Pursuing, desiring God. See how I yeah. connected it right there? Pursuing and, de- and desiring God instead of just staying complacent where we're at. And so going a little bit more into that with Matthew five, six, it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied. So it's not just enough to be like, okay, yeah, I want God. No, the desire, the desire, it's more like a picture that someone is hurting for food or someone wants to drink. Like I need this. You can see the poverty stricken countries. I personally come from a country who's poverty stricken. You know, in mm. Ecuador. And, you know, I know Ben's um, background, he probably has some stuff in there as well about his family background as well. I believe it's because um, you have Puerto Rico and then you have... And Hungary. Hungary. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, my,
0: my grandma was a gypsy, man. She, like, yeah, come from a really poor background.
1: So, in, in that sense of how what it means to be, like, desiring for something more. I want that food. That's the mm-hmm. same way that God wants us to be with him. With his ways, it's just like, Lord, it hurts so much, but I need you, God. I need to know more of you. I want to do your ways. And in desiring God, then we desire goodness. And through desiring goodness, then we see that our eyes are placed on the right thing. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Desiring what's good is pleasing in God's eyes, especially when it's something that God's heart is in. But now there's some stuff that, again, we go back to the evil. One of the biggest things right now that is hitting our nation, even believers, it's not just, you know, it's, it's not just, um, a, a, apart from the church, but it's in the church as well is pornography. Yeah. That's something really. that's such a huge topic now, especially with believers. That's something I struggle with for most of my life. I'm being transparent mm-hmm. with you guys. I've struggled mm-hmm. with it a lot. And then it says, I have the statistics right here. It says 40 million American people regularly visit porn sites. 35% of all internet downloads are related to pornography. 34% of internet users have experienced unwanted exposure to pornographic content through ads, pop-up mm-hmm. ads, and things like that. The reason why I put that statistic in there is in the church it's even worse. I think it's about 50, 55%. Yeah, a that, lot. <laughs> you know, it's like people don't even talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it, it's a thing where it's just like we're so afraid to talk about it, but it's a real struggle. And that desire, because what happens when we get into that type of desire of pornography? What happens is that we, we start to get our eyes on the image. We start to pervert. If, whether you're male or female, you start to pervert the male, you start to pervert the female. So now whenever you try to have a relationship with someone or anything like that, now your mind is always on what you've seen in the images.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's always on what you see in the video. So in that sense, the evil desire is now placed in your mind. And it affects things later on in life. And, yeah. you know, how... And you can see that more, especially if you're married or in your long-term relationship. It's just like you want your partner to start doing these things. You want to start seeing things done in certain ways. and if encourages It encourages different
0: desire, yeah, fantasy, and things that are even are perverted, yeah.
1: Exactly. And it starts to go into a, into a place where if you don't get that now with your significant other, now you're going somewhere else to go for it now. Now it no longer becomes a healthy desire for your mate. Now it becomes an evil desire for something that you can never grasp. But because it's there, you want
0: it. I got to say this. I have to say, I'm going to say this quite boldly. Pornography is has been the remedy or has been the substitute for people's need of, of the fulfillment of their desire. So what I mean by that is, if you think about it, pornography is touching on like the titles of pornography or the themes of pornography are really enticing people in ways where they've, they've missed out on need. They've missed out on that wanting, right? That desire from God, right? You have all these horrible types of pornography like, uh, you know a son sleeping with his stepmom like, or a neighbor cheating on his wife with another neighbor, yeah. um, right? And those are things that they're actually based on things that actually really have, that people do, right? Yeah. Um, but it's this, a lot of those people, it's like they go to that for their source of their desire for something that they're not, that they're satisfied, you know, they're not being satisfied in. And then it, it entices them enough to the place that they actually go do it themselves. But in, inherently like the pornography is trying to basically be the doctor in that situation to remedy their desire. It's like, okay, we know you're thinking about this very thing. Yeah. So why don't you watch it? Cause you know, you can't do it mm. and you want to, but why don't we just give it to you in this form so you can desire it even more. And then eventually I kind of saw this process while you was talking, Brian, of your good desire that's from God can become perverted. Mm. It could become compromised. And then eventually I think it it can become evil altogether. To me, evil is the very far spectrum of you've already completely submitted yourself to that desire, right? So like the perverted is maybe you just starts just in your thought process. Like for me, I'd love to get into a personal story real quick of how I've, um, dealt with this kind of stuff growing up myself. I got introduced to pornography when I was, I think 10 years old. Yeah. 10 or 11 years old. And, um, I went to my friend's house and he, our, I think like our moms went out to get groceries or they did something where they weren't home for a minute and he was a bit older than me so my friend was like 16 or something and 15 and i was 11 and he's like yo come here i want to show you something on the computer and that's how it started right and he brings me in the room the thing it was is it was his dad's computer and Ooh. he says let me show you something that i found that my dad was watching mm. so then he puts it on and boom for the first time i was introduced wow you know to pornography and then quickly, like, our moms were coming back in. And so we, we like, scattered it, shut it <laughs> off. And then we just turned it on it. the TV. Like, we was watching a movie. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I remember it was, it was funny because we were trying to act it off. But we were giggling inside because we were still, t- you know, thinking about it. And my mom had no idea what was going on. She's like, what are you guys joking about or whatever? And he was, like, doing funny stuff, like, just <laughs> re- reenacting stuff. And So anyways, I was introduced to it then. And then it became a struggle where then I ended up going back and then finding it on my dad's computer, (laughs) my stepdad's computer, and then watching it again. And then that just became a cycle. But I want to talk about one specific um, thing that I've actually been victorious in because, you know, I'm here. to. I hope that people listening and hearing would be encouraged if they are struggling with this right now or they've been victorious and want to remain that way, I have a power in my testimony to share how I've been victorious. And so for me, um, as the visual stuff started getting a lot stronger in my life, something else happened as well. And that was um, the fantasy stuff started to pick up too. Because I mean, I'm 12 years old, you know, at this time, 12, 13. From that age, it just got worse and worse. I started watching late night HBO uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, I started having fantasy life where I would go in, I would go back in my room at night and I would like have my pillow, but I would lay down and put my pillow next to me and cuddle with it. And I pretend like I had a girlfriend or whatever. Mm. And I even start would be talking to her and whatever. Like I made up this whole thing and then it got even worse. Then I went to a Bible camp. I went to a Bible summer camp. And, and that year... Um, we had some counselors that there was this girl that was older. She was like 16 or 17. She was actually my head counselor. Uh, And I was was 11 at the time. And so we had a group of us guys and some other girls. And she jokingly was like, oh, you want to be my little boyfriend this year or whatever this summer. And so that brought so much attachment to me. And she would hug me and I would like hold her hand and all that. And I would go home at night from that summer camp, and I would pretend that she was with me in the bed. You know, like it wasn't even sexual, it just was she was there with me. Yeah. Because something was happening in my desire where she was enticing some, something, right? And so, but uh, little did I know that all became worse and worse, but it became the root of something that was taking over bondage of me for from the age 11 all the way to 17, almost 18. I had struggled with strong fantasy life. And tell. Let me tell you where this went, beyond it just being pornography viewing and fantasy. I literally would meet a girl in my life in my teenage years, and I would lust after her, and I would meet her, you know, hang out, whatever, met her at her house party, whatever, got her phone number, and then I'd go home and fantasize about having sex with her, and then I'd actually go do it. Mm. And so it 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 enticed this. It became. I made it become my reality. But yeah, so you know what I mean, that's I wanted to just share that with y'all quickly, that, that that actually I made a fantasy become a reality. But I think that's that process and that even warning I said that pornography can really do that's damaging is they have these, you know, different themes and subjects that people really fantasize about and then it feeds to them and then they because they're not desiring God and then they actually go do it. And so that's just my story of like, man, it's, it's been a huge challenge. And I'm proud to say that I've been very victorious in this area of like Amen. fantasy stuff. And, and like, I was able to put that away completely. The Lord healed me when I went to Bible school and I never had a fantasy after that, even, on, you know, you ever are. again. Um, because why? Because actually the perversion of that was the Lord desired for me to use my fantasy or to use my thought process to actually see visions. And he inspired me. I saw visions of being called to ministry at, you know, at Bible school. But that was, that was the, you know, that was the actual truth that God had in my desire to desire him. He had me see visions when I didn't desire him. Uh, I had fantasies that were against what he had for my life. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, I hope that we would understand as we, dig deep in in ourselves and stuff that we would go back to the root of our causes and I speak even to you listening like in your desire go back to the root for you of like why ask God the question why like why am I having some of these different desires happening or even if you're struggling with pornography currently like think about it why are you keep going to look at the same specific things right it's not like people just look up random stuff There's an attachment that comes with that. And you look up a very specific or certain type of pornography usually. And that's because it's usually rooted to something deep that happened in your life in the past where your desire was compromised.
1: Yeah. No, it's good, man. And for everyone listening, we want to let you guys know, Ben didn't just write this up. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to write this story because it sounds good. These are real life situations. We want to be real with you guys. We want to show that just because we're believers doesn't mean that we're perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect person. The perfect person was nailed on a cross and died so that he uh, he can rise again so that he can live with us. Jesus was the only perfect person. We're hoping through these stories and through these testimonies that we can let you guys know that, hey, listen, it just doesn't happen to you because you can be feeling that right now. You can be feeling that you're alone in this. You can feel that your desires in your mind are that are just like, wow, I feel like I'm the only person who desires this way, who looks at pornography or desires mm-hmm. this or needs that. It's like, no, you're not the only person out there. You're not. And that's what, again, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this uh, p- show to show people that there are others so that we can encourage one another so that we can lift you up and not keep you down, not kick you down. We know so many people who have dealt pornography. Like I said, I've dealt with pornography most of my life as well. And even... It doesn't matter. You can be single, but you can also be married and deal with it. I'm married for four years. In yeah. the beginning of my marriage, it was tough. I was struggling with it, but praise be to God that now I am free from it. You know, Amen. I don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, I have that victory. But just because you're married, you think that if you get married, it goes away. It doesn't go away.
0: It's just The yeah, sin is it's still there. True. Yeah,
1: yeah it's the, that's the biggest lie from the enemy. The desire is still there, but now it's what we do with it now. How do we tackle that desire? How do we. How do we turn our eyes from those perverse, um, wicked ways? How do we turn our eyes from those evil ways to turn our eyes back on God so He can help us? You can do it. You can. Mm -hmm. It is possible. It is important to know to examine our own hearts and really think about it. What is good and pleasing to the Lord? How? uh, What is good and really pleasing to the Lord? And so. And I just want to invite Ben back in, just to really. we're going to place a challenge. We do these challenges so we can um, really gauge you guys. You know what I'm saying? Connect with you and to make, get your mind thinking. So I won't say any more, Ben what's the
0: daily challenge for the week yeah 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 we back with another weekly challenge boom boom yeah yeah uh this week's challenge is uh i've been on this whole list thing lately of just kind of writing out lists to the lord on things like what is what i want to find in a wife or Mm. what a different list in us so that's not the challenge that's that's my challenge but (laughs) (laughs) yeah the the challenge for desire this week is to write down three things that you desire from the lord this week that he can do. And you ask God, like, Lord, you know, what do I desire? And then write those down and then pray into them and see how he can fulfill that in your life.
1: Amen. So yeah, guys, we'll post a challenge as well. So this is just something personal for you to do. We encourage you to do it. We're going to be doing it ourselves. And so we just encourage yep. that you guys. And then, like I said before, you know, we have Ben Vasquez here. He's single, to Domingo. He's looking for oh a wife. Gosh. You know, <laughs> I got I got to help my brother well, out. You know all right, what I'm yeah, we got to
0: cut the show. So <laughs> we gotta end it
1: all right, guys. Well, um, all jokes aside, guys. Again, another awesome week. And as always, stay rooted
0: and keep growing. Boom. Yeah, yeah. All right. Be blessed, y'all.